0: For America for High School, I'm your host, Nicholas Andrescu. And I'm your
1: host, Zach.
0: And you're listening to The Controversy, the podcast you can relate to. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of The Controversy. We're here for episode five, right, Zach? Episode five? Yeah, episode five.
1: I'm uh, super excited
0: five. to be here, you know. All right.
1: Got nothing
0: to do on a Sunday. I know, right? Recording last minute on a Sunday. Don't ask us why, but we're gonna get this video out to you guys by tomorrow. So, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully.
1: You may, you may get work overtime this weekend. You may get work overtime.
0: You may get a notification at like uh, eleven fifty nine p.m. <laughs> saying <it's> the controversy <laughs> we released a new episode. Hey, hey, hey! It
1: still it still be on Monday. You
0: yeah, know. As, as long as you get it on Monday, that's what matters. You guys can watch it anytime available on all platforms, just click it, watch it, maybe watch it a second time, you know, really cool. Um, Today's topic, let's just get right into it. Is our campus safe? You know, this is definitely a question that I feel like is constantly in the minds of the students, the parents, teachers, and educators all over. And like, it's always gonna be there, You can never get rid of it. But after the recent events that unfolded on Wednesday, this issue has definitely been pushed to the forefront. Is there safety in Jeopardy? You know, I feel like it's a very Probably, important yes. thing that we should consider at a time like this. Um, so, of course, just just a little bit of context. Uh, on Wednesday, uh, there was kind of a bit of an event that unfolded on Wednesday. There was a kid who came on a campus, apparently trespassed on the campus. Didn't have an I.D. on him, but they didn't know that until they brought him to the office. But got into a confrontation with another kid and pulled out a pocket knife on him um and so they were able to detain the kid and they handled the situation i don't think anyone got hurt but that, that's kind of just like the, i don't think so either yeah yeah, that, yeah i don't think so either but that's kind of just the general context of what happened on Wednesday. i know some of you probably know more than that limited information we've been given about it but obviously if you saw it you saw it so then you know what happened uh, we'll be bringing a guest speaker on later in this episode to kind of, for them to share their perspective on it from what they saw and kind of just give their general opinions on the topic and is that, is our campus safe? And a very co-
1: popular, very popular guest speaker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, of course, after an event like that, that you really have to question, is our campus safe? Um, you know you kind of have to look at that situation and kind of think about, Well, what they could have done to prevent it. Obviously, the kid trespassed on the campus, didn't have an ID on him, and pulled out a pocket knife. So, obviously, there are two key things that you can take away from that is that, one, how did he get on the campus? And then, two, you know, once he's on campus, how could we have prevented him from doing any harm, right? And that's identifying him. So, first thing you have to look at is how do you get on campus? Obviously, we have several student entrances on campus. And the problem with those student entrances is that we have so many of them; it's really hard to keep an eye on all of them. Uh, we do have two; we have several main entrances that students come out of, and there are staff there in the mornings checking IDs. Um, and then we'll get back to that ID portion later. But of course, there are like the crash. I think they're called crash doors or whatever they're called. And of course, there's the ones located by the pack. And like, let's be honest, you or someone you know has probably gone through those doors, you know, just to leave campus, get a cup of coffee maybe never come back never to be seen again for the rest of the school <laughs> come
1: back ever again
0: yeah but um and sometimes you leave the door open you know so that way you can easily sneak back on the campus have a way back in and leaving that door open is definitely a vulnerability on campus because uh like let's be honest you know the fences at on campus you could easily scale those fences like let's be honest yeah yes it's, it's not really hard to scale a fence yeah, and then the second portion of it is IDs. Now, IDs is definitely a big thing that's come on the campus since we released the PBIS initiatives, right? We have RAMS, and then the S stands for safety, and, of course, there's the other letters that don't really matter. Um, and because of that, they've been really enforcing those IDs recently. Uh, like we've always had IDs at MHS, but definitely this year, they're trying to crack down and enforce those IDs. Um, Zach, do they have IDs at Heritage?
1: No, uh, I don't know. We kind of do, kind of don't. I'll show you, like, my ninth grade ID. This is what we have. This is what they call an ID, but, you know. Yeah. We can't really put a lantern on it or anything, yeah, but, I don't know. It's something.
0: So it's more just, like, a identification card that you carry on you?
1: Yeah, it's kind of what it is, yeah.
0: Is it, like, ever enforced? Like, if you forgot it at home, would, would you no, have to worry about no, it? No, not
1: at all. No. Well, I feel like a school is so small that we kind of know everybody at the school, so yeah. I don't think.
0: And then of course at Heritage, there's like no crime rates at Heritage, right? Like no fights, No, no crime rates
1: at all. We're very civilized people, you know? We're very civilized upper class people.
0: (laughs) Civilized upper (laughs) class people. I mean, and then you look at MHS. And then we got like fights every week, you know?
1: (laughs) I feel like you guys like the lower class, like the bottom of everything. That's the way it is over there. (laughs) No offense, no offense to anybody that goes there. This is my opinion.
0: Yeah, we're we're animals essentially at (laughs) MHS. Yeah. But I mean, MHS, though, IDs are definitely becoming a big thing. And that was kind of one of the things with this incident with this kid coming on campus was that he wasn't a student there. When I heard he got expelled and so he didn't have an ID on him, but they didn't know that until they brought him to the office. And if they're pushing all these rules to enforce IDs just so they could identify us for student safety, why didn't they identify him? You know
1: i know after, after, yeah i was looking up like why did i identify the kid like i asked the kid like you know like hey can i see your id or something like you know
0: yeah and that so not only puts in all- the question the safety of our campus but like just how effective our school system is you know because like if they're enforcing these like let's be honest no one wants to wear an id you don't want to wear an id i don't want to wear an ID. no one does <laughs> it's uncomfortable it's an annoyance right it has to be on your personnel 24 7. no one wants to go through that but they say it's for our safety which i can completely understand but if you go All and have right, a yeah. system, and then after what happened on Wednesday, it failed. It's like, what's the point?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, for, for at heritage, like we're really strict, like just strict on everything. Yeah. Like, you do this, you get excel for fighting. So I feel like over there they should have been like more stricter about it. Well, implemented a lot earlier than then, you know. Yeah. Did everything else with it.
0: Definitely. I mean, like going off of that, I mean, the PIS stuff is pretty recent. They introduced it this year, so only time will tell yeah. to see how effective it is. I mean, like, let's be honest, MHS has a lot of fights. We have a lot of drug usage and other things that happen on campus. And the statistics from last year showed that. And the whole point of bringing PBIS on this year was to kind of limit how much of that happened. And it is still very early the call to see how effective PBIS is. We just have to look at it as the years come by. But, I mean, right off the bat, it's not really doing us any favors. (laughs) So... No... Um, because, like, again, we have a lot of rules, but they aren't necessarily enforced. Like, dress code's a big one. No one enforces dress code. I mean, unless you got that one mean teacher that enforces dress code. But no one really does. But at Heritage, they've got strict rules. You guys have a dress code? You have a uniform you gotta wear? You know? Or what Sebastian talked about in our previous episode, you get expelled if you're fighting on campus? I think that's what he said. I could be wrong. Uh, So don't quote me there. But,
1: um... But they have also enforced it, like, the first, like, ever like to play freshman year like kind of forced like the first day this will happen you get in a fight you know you're expelled like they have forced it like every year
0: yeah so this,
1: this, year, this year they're kind of leaning about it like not like that but like other stuff they kind of like more of can lay back a little bit
0: yeah i mean like when you look at mhs and you're talking about how our system of rules works you know and it's not being effective Logically, the students would be like, well, let, let's just take away that system, right? Like, we don't, if the IDs aren't working, we take away the IDs, you know? But, you know, after we, with, with the heritage is going through, the clear solution might just be the crackdown even more and be more restric- restrictive on our rules, especially in terms of IDs. I know this is one thing that my, my teacher highlighted was that if this event could have been prevented with identifying the student then I wouldn't be surprised if they start cracking down on ID and start issuing punishment, possibly ISS, for not wearing your ID on campus. Um, and that could definitely be a thing.
1: And that will help more with having IDs on each student, you know? They don't want to get ISS or anything like that. So.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, like, right for now, it's kind of like, a, if you don't have your ID, you just get yelled at by the teachers. Like, some teachers, I, when I from what I heard, some teachers are preventing kids from going into the classroom for not having an ID which in my opinion is just dumb. Like the student is, is already yeah. there and you can check the attendance log. Like you've already identified the student just for them showing up at the class. So that's kind of dumb. It's just deny them from the education. But I do know some teachers are doing that and they just keep the student outside until security comes. But definitely if they start adding rules and now the kids feel a need to follow that and continue to wear their IDs, yeah, I mean, and, and that that's only scratching just the surface of it, really. I mean, you know, when you take all these uh, factors in consideration, you know, fights, drugs, trespassing, you know, student safety, rules, IDs, all these things are all separate, individual. And really, they could all mean different things and they might not have any connection to them at all. But with looking at it from that broader perspective. They all come together into that safety of the students and staff on campus. And when you look at the systems that we have in place and seeing that they're not really working, it's like, what's the point of having them, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But, I mean, that doesn't mean that they don't work, you know, like you look at Heritage and things seem to be working pretty fine for them, you know?
1: Yeah, just be stricter. You guys got implemented, like, early on and be strict with... The students early
0: on. Yeah. I mean, this question of is our campus safe? It, 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 when you look deeper into it, it really just goes and questions the system that we have in place at MHS, you know, in regards to the rules and security and how things are run there, right? You know, like yeah. we can't take away the rules, you know, that would just lead to total anarchy, right? You know, you,
1: you don't want that. You don't want a total yeah. anarchy. Either.
0: You know, as Winston says in John Wake, you know, rules, without them, we live with the animals, you know. (laughs) Like, we need, we need to have rules on campus, you know, as much as you might argue to take those away, especially with IDs. I know how much you guys hate IDs, but, like, we have to have them. It's just a matter of how effective they are and what extent that they're using them and enforcing them. And definitely with this trend and what we're seeing at other schools, the logical solution might be they'd be even more strict with rules and punishment and as much as extent, let's be, let's yeah be to an extent
1: like, it'll be like super super strict but will be more stricter than what they
0: are now yeah we don't want a full-on tyranny and dictatorship at school with admin taking over and now you're getting corporal punishment <laughs> <or> capital punishment <laughs> for breaking the rules and i know a lot of you wouldn't like that if you felt oppressed by admin you know for enforcing those rules and being very very strict but at the same time it's also effective and it would probably crack down a lot of these fights that we're seeing on campus
1: i would yeah or at least stop it to some extent
0: yeah and then i mean the other thing too is that like what i like i mean as as annoying social media can be sometimes what i like about social media is that it does highlight these fights now not saying i support people taking videos (laughs) of fights and uploading on social media but because of all these accounts and because people do that, it does make it known that there are a lot of fights at MHS. And it definitely when you, when does secretly, make it a big you, issue. Oh, what?
1: When you secretly give videos and just post on social media yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it just highlights the issue. And I know that safety is a top priority amongst the uh, educators in charge. But when it's con- when it's consistently happening, you're not really seeing them take a lot. Well, I mean, they're taking action, I guess, you know, doing PBAS. And it's too early to call, but like, you know, from a student's perspective and you're just looking at it from that small point in time, you are not seeing it long term, just short term, because it's how a lot of students see it as it's not very effective. And I know it's hard to uh, pass policies that are short term, like a lot of the things that MHS does, it's all long term. You only see it happen yeah, long term, you know, but definitely. A lot of students don't think of it like that. A lot of students at campus see it through the short term. And I feel like until they instill some policies that are short term, then we're probably not going to see the effect for a long time. If there is any effect at all, because it's long term, we have there's no guarantee that it'll actually work. You know, we could go a yeah. year with PBIS, and then we find out it's a bust, and then next year we don't even have it.
1: That's not going to happen. It's probably what it's going to be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we need to go back to elementary school with like the character counts you know (laughs) yes so and i mean going off of that i mean the whole issue is just limited information too the whole thing with the kid bringing out a knife and stuff all that's limited information all that i had to hear from friends or a teacher You know, like, admin sent out an email explaining why there were cops on campus and things like that, but it was never, like, a really big thing that was addressed publicly, right? You know, it's the same thing going back to that, does the district value education, you know. like Stuff happens on campus, but they're not going to make a big deal about it because the moment they do and make it a big public issue, then the parents start complaining. And then once the parents start complaining, then admin has to take action. And the last thing Admin wants to do is waste your time with taking action.
1: <laughs> yeah. At least I don't want to waste my time.
0: Yeah. So. Definitely, I feel like there's a lot of different factors involved. I mean, th- this episode, I mean, it's just scratching the surface of... Well, yeah,
1: there's multiple factors yeah. into this.
0: So many factors, so many perspectives, and we're really just scratching the surface of it. We're not getting deep into it at all. Um, so I don't know, who knows, maybe that means there could be a, possibly a part two. You know, but
1: yes, a part two.
0: Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that about it. Co- I think that about covers it for this first segment. Um, I think
1: it, I think so too.
0: I yeah, think so too. you know, it kind of just covers briefly the general question of is our campus safe. You know, we kind of went over what brought this issue to the forefront. That was the event that unfolded on Wednesday. Most of you probably know what happened by now. If not, we'll have our guest speaker later this episode, kind of go into more detail about it from what they saw, of course, do their perspective and kind of share their opinions on the topic at hand. And of course, we kind of went over the other factors that contribute to this overall question and kind of a look at the current systems in place and what we could do to improve upon it. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be do- for this first part. We're gonna move on to our ad break, you know, here we word from our non-existent po- uh, sponsors. And yeah, so thanks guys. guys welcome to a short advert we don't have any messages yet from our sponsors because we don't have any sponsors yet but that's totally all right if you're interested in media buying and getting an ad onto our podcast uh feel free to follow us on our instagram that's mhs.thecontroversy and sending us a quick dm to let us know that you're interested in trying to get an ad set up with our podcast um for those of you who are broke or low on money and can't afford that kind of stuff Don't worry, if you're a student at MHS and you'd like to have an ad for your club, organization or student-run business, feel free to just DM us and let us know and we can work with you because all that's free and we would love to promote your stuff on our show. So make sure to keep that in mind. And without further ado, that's the end of this ad break. Welcome back guys from our ad break, you know, quick word from our non-existent sponsors. We're back again with, this time with our guest speaker, Ian Van Order. What's up? Okay, clap it up for him. Clap it up, clap it up, yeah. Yeah. All right,
2: calm down, show's over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Could you introduce yourself to everyone, please? Uh, I'm Ian Van Order, I'm a bit of a quiet kid. I sit at 6 lunch outside, which is gonna be part of the topic of today's little podcast that's really about it okay
0: thank you for that um again, topic of this episode is our campus safe just from that general question what do you kind of think of that
2: uh no i'll just straight up and say it no I, i don't think uh the campus is safe at all i feel like the security guards they have a good moral they know what to do but in practice
0: uh and then of course the big issue that kind of occurred that stemmed this question was the events that unfolded on wednesday during second lunch in which a kid pulled out a knife
2: um and were you there during the time of the event uh i actually got front row seats i sit outside that's where everybody's kind of usually at and uh you know i was just eating my pizza and milk while i was watching it it was a very good uh it was, it was actually kind of fun to watch. You know, it spiced up the day. <laughs> it was your daily
0: entertainment, you know?
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Could you kind of describe to us what kind of unfolded during that lunch?
2: Uh, I didn't really see it till about midway through. I think I was just talking with a few of my friends, but uh, I did see that. Uh, I didn't know it was a knife because uh, I thought it was just, you know, regular fist fight, And... Uh, I don't know, I just saw, like, something in his hand, and then one of my friends at the table said it was a knife, and I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and then... Uh, that's really it. I see him get dragged away. I see the other kid uh, kind of just, like, yelling at him and everything, and I was like, oh, "That's that sucks. Do you feel like security handled the situation pretty well? I think they tried, but I remember... I. Uh, Perkins, I think his name is, he tried putting the uh, not like his hands on the kid, but like he tried backing him up. And then uh, the other kid kind of just like pushed him away. And then I don't know if it was handled the best it could be, but there was an effort.
0: So, uh, of course, the kid um, doesn't isn't actually a student here anymore. From what I heard, he was expelled and they didn't identify that until they got to the office and realized that he didn't have an ID on him. Uh, and then, of course, what you may know from the Ram stuff that they've been doing, they've been really pushing the IDs lately. What are kind of your general thoughts on their current ID policies?
2: Well, I was—I uh, actually didn't put the pieces together till the day after, where they were ID checking at the student parking lot, which I drive to school. So, like, I went there, and it was the one day I didn't have my ID on me. I was like, "Oh, that sucks!" So I had to go back home grab it and then go in, which kind of sucked. But uh. The ID checking thing—I guess it's fine if it's a little more strict because you should just have your IDs on you. But I think it—you know—I there's an effort being made. We're still like going through the process.
0: Yeah. Uh, so obviously we have the student handbook, and there's a whole wide variety of rules within that handbook, and a lot of them are geared towards student safety. But of course, after the events that unfolded on Wednesday, do you feel like the current system in place? will keep us safe? Or do you feel like there could possibly
2: be improvements? I think they should enforce the rules a lot more because, like, it's it's sort of good as is. I feel like the security is a little... It's okay. Like, it certainly stops some fights, but some of the rules here should be a little enforced or at least, like, I don't know, like, pushed a little. Like, I'm, like if you have your ID on you, then you're fine with anything. Just don't get in the fights, I guess. I don't, I don't know.
0: And then, of course, the only threat isn't is not only external, but also internal. And a lot of that comes from just with fights on campus. So what are kind of your general thoughts
2: on fights and how often they occur? Uh, I think they happen. They happen all the time when I'm not around, which is (laughs) it's something. But uh, I always hear about it. And I don't know how well the security is because I never really see the uh, fights occur. But when they do happen, security kind of just brings the rest of the team and kind of just get into it. But most of the fights at the school don't even like fight. They kind of just talk and they like barely a push.
0: So, you know, like at Heritage, they don't experience any fights yeah, or issues like
1: fights,
0: that. You know, yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know how Heritage does it. You know, I guess it's because school is full of Mormons, but. They don't experience any crime. Probably that's not what it is. That's
1: like what it is. It's all the Mormon kids.
0: Yeah, but like at uh MHS, we experience a lot of fights, a lot of drug usage, and a whole bunch of other things, you know? So just put
1: a lot of Mormon kids in your school and it'll stop the problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So kind of with that information, uh, would there be do you have any solutions in mind that how you would improve our current school system?
2: I think they should enforce uh, better security because I know uh, security is not the best. Like I think it was last year where there was like 29 fights in one day. And I don't know how much that security like helps prevented that because I wasn't there for most of it. I was there for like two. But uh, I think the safety on campus, uh, granted, there is like what, 3000 kids who go here. So it's going to be like a little more difficult to like secure the school, but I, I don't know. I feel like enforcing security, maybe getting more makes sense. Cause you know, I, I don't smoke. I don't do any of this stuff in the bathroom. I think going, I think you can go one hour without smoking, <laughs> but I think security is completely like oblivious. If some kid like smokes in the bathroom. Uh, Zach, do you have any questions for you?
1: Uh, going back to, like, the the knife thing, how do you think they could handle it differently if, you know... He said he didn't handle it, like, the right way. Like, how could he handle it differently?
2: Handle what differently? Sorry, boss. One more time.
1: Like, going back to, like, the knife thing with the kid, do you think they could handle it differently than how they did?
2: Uh, I think, uh, instead of, like, bag searches, I think now, that well, they're enforcing the ID rule now, so mm-hmm. I think, uh, they should still keep doing that, obviously. <clears throat> but, um... Even if they don't see it, they, like, if it was a kid who didn't even go to the school, like, I don't know, you think someone would get recognized or at least some sort of, like, check. I don't know. I mean, did the kid have a backpack on him at the time or, like, anything? Because I, I wasn't there. Uh, we don't really know. Like, that's definitely another thing with the situation
0: is that there's information about it, but, like, you kind of have to hear it from, like, teachers who are willing to share that with you or students who also saw it firsthand. Because for the most part, it was kept on the wraps. I mean, they sent an email email out to the parents explaining as to why there were cops on campus, but they never made it a big thing. And of course, that's because they don't want parents freaking out, right? I mean, it definitely feels like that the... I don't know, like, they have an outline or an idea of what they want for school safety, but they don't necessarily enforce it. Or they're trying to, but it's not necessarily working, you know? Like... Yeah. Going back to the IDs, they're they're enforcing IDs, but then like we have something like this happen on campus, and it's like we're not seeing the effect of having IDs on campus.
2: Yeah, but we're still in the like the works of it. I mean, this yeah. is still very recent yeah. in what they're doing, so I guess it takes time. Yeah, I mean the yeah the PBIS stuff is still pretty recent, so I have to go a little yeah. bit to see where it goes from there. Um, what I do know is. Um, the day after, they did ID checks at the, like, gate where you uh, go in student parking lot. But then the day after that, they didn't do ID checks. So they did it for, like, one day, and now they're not doing it. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, that, that's definitely interesting, because after an event like that, and how it could have been prevented if they identified the kid, you would think that they would start cracking down more on IDs. And that's the worry that some kids have, because, like, no one wants to wear an ID on campus. Like, if they start enforcing it and punishing you for not wearing an ID, that's going to force kids to wear them. And, of course, no one's going to like that. But it's just a matter of how long are they going to keep it up, you know?
2: I haven't seen, like, if they're sent, I think they're going to start sending kids home. Which, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But, like, imagine if you got there by, like, bus, you you can't really get home or anything. So, I don't know. But for me, like, I just had to drive back to school and then drive back home, get my ID, and then go right back now i know i'm always going to carry it on me
0: i mean like nowadays i mean uh at least from i, I go to the just that front student with a student drop off is i go to i go through that gate and at that gate if you get caught without an id usually the excuse is oh i'm going to go to the library and get a new id today and then the staff member they would be like okay we'll make sure they get that id and you could, could pull off that excuse you know
2: <laughs> yeah uh I, well By enforce, what I say by enforce, they should, like... I'm not saying they should send kids home, but, like, if they use the same excuse and keep getting by, I think it's gonna be another stabbing, you know? Yeah.
0: But I can understand the idea of turning kids away if they don't have their ID. But, like, at the same time, now you're preventing them from getting an education, and I think that's probably violating some rules right there. So they gotta find some workaround to it. So, final question. After an event like that, do you personally feel safe on campus just like all that like because obviously it could have been different like it, like we were lucky it was a knife and i don't think anyone got hurt but like it could have been a gun for all we know like it could have yeah. been way worse
2: uh i think for me like personally i feel safe because i don't start beef with anyone i don't fight i don't i, I kind of just stay put I don't. i don't really do anything but if it's safety for another kid i feel like if you mess with the wrong guy and you could just do that whole ID library excuse, then yeah, you know, something's gonna happen. But me personally, and I think you guys as well, I think I think we're all safe. Yeah. I mean, even with the
0: amount of fights that happen on campus, I mean, for the most part, as long as you don't stare at look at anyone the
2: wrong way, you know, you'll be fine for the most part. Get lucky. Yeah, and I feel like a few days suspension for a fight is like it's like nothing. People will sacrifice that just to punch some kid. Yeah. Uh,
0: I know that one of the things Sebastian highlighted on one of our previous episodes is that at Heritage, they have really strict punishment if you get into a fight. I think he mentioned yeah, you yeah. get expelled or something like that. I just know it's really strict. Yeah. So I'm sure that definitely deters um, kids from uh, fighting on campus because they it don't want to get expelled from it school. Does. Yeah,
1: it does. It does.
0: But MHS, like you said, again, if it's just suspension for a few days, you know, it's like, totally worth it to go exactly. beat someone up you know <laughs> exactly yeah yeah um that's all the questions i have zach's auto questions you have
1: yeah
0: yeah so that's gonna be it um uh, for this part of the episode thank you ian for coming on we appreciate it thank you for oh yeah it.
2: of course anytime boys yep um
0: so yeah that, that's gonna be it for this part thanks ian see you next time man all right peace peace, peace. dude that's going to be it for today's episode, guys. Um, just, again, topic, is our campus safe? Went over the what kind of brought that issue into the spotlight. You know, went into detail about it. We brought a guest speaker. They kind of shared their perspective of what they saw. And, of course, their opinions on the topic. And then Zach and I discussed a little bit about the factors that contribute to this overall question. And compared MHS a little bit to Heritage as to, like, what Heritage does differently compared to MHS and a look into the current systems in place and how we could possibly improve upon them. Uh, And then, of course, keep in mind that really this episode is just scratching the surface of it all. This is a bigger issue than some of you might think. And this is just scratching the surface of it. We didn't go deep into it at all. And there's a whole bunch of different perspectives to consider when you talk about a question like this. Um, Yeah, overall, I kind of hope that guys kind of just informed you a little bit about what happened on campus recently and, you know, kind of make allow oh, you guys to question yourselves do you feel safe on campus and i feel like that's definitely a question we should all ask ourselves with especially what happened on that wednesday um but yeah that's, that's gonna be it for this episode guys um if you're watching on youtube make sure to subscribe turn on notifications um leave a like if you like the video leave a dislike if you didn't Help like us it with algorithm you know yeah share this with people yep helps us with the youtube algorithm <laughs> you know spread the word talk <laughs> about the controversy it's a great podcast because remember we are your voice um yes yeah uh, if you have any topic ideas we'd love to hear from you guys so leave your topic ideas in the comment section down below if not go follow us on instagram that's Controversy, and then send us a dm with your topic idea and who knows maybe you could appear on the show yourself as a guest speaker we'd love to have you and it does help out a lot when you guys suggest ideas for us to talk about yes um so it helps us keep on schedule
1: yeah because we find out we can't come up with good ideas so
0: you know. yeah we, we don't always have ideas to come up with so we always have something to Please talk help about, us out. so yeah, helps out a lot. <laughs> Doesn't force us to sit in a call for an hour thinking about, hmm, what should this episode's topic be about? You know, <laughs> yeah.
1: What this
0: but um, yeah, and then of course, if you're watching anywhere else, uh, you know, podcasts available wherever you find your podcast. Make sure to follow, or subscribe, depending on what platform you're on. Turn on notifications. Episodes every Monday. You know, and of course, it's on any platforms. You can watch it anytime. Watch it a second time if you loved it. You know, and sometimes I watch yeah. the episodes over, over and over again because they're just that good. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: Sometimes, 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 I might watch the last episode ten times. So yeah. Users, you know? but uh, yeah. It's not an addiction. I just that.
0: really love the show. You know. <laughs> my strange addictions. Hello, oh, I did <laughs> listen I listened to controversies over here like ten times. <laughs> my strange addiction. I listen to my own podcast on the daily ten times over. <laughs> Well,
1: yeah,
0: see here. We take it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's gonna be it for today's episode guys um yeah and uh, we, i mean we can't give you a look into next week's episode because we don't know what to talk about yet yeah but. we don't know like yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah um uh, episode on monday
1: gonna message you, i'm gonna message you like a tuesday or wednesday
0: like what's the topic going to be like oh yeah i don't know i'm still working
1: day. on it <laughs> Thursday comes. Oh, yeah. So, this is a topic. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah. give me no time to put <laughs> brand new topics. Like, but, give like, um, a, like a really yeah. short term notice about
0: this. <laughs> yeah. Short term, last minute, you know? Yeah. But it works. It works.
1: But yeah, surprisingly.
0: Yeah, surprisingly. But um, yeah, for Miracle for High School, I'm your host, Nicholas Andresky.
1: I'm Kozak.
0: Your and you're listening to The Controversy, the podcast you can relate to. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you all next time. Peace.